What's up, world? This is We Need a Fist. This your man, Mo. You in the building? Hot and wild driving. <laughs> Got my man, P, on the board. What's good? What's going on, people? And special guest, my man, Kyle. He's in the building. Peace, peace. What's good? Peace. What's going on, everyone? Peace, peace. Hot take Familiar with that guy, boy. Hot take Tommy. I heard I heard my name been getting trashed out in these streets. <laughs> hey, you're Nick here. You should be used to that. My, my man, Bomani Everett. <laughs> um, fellas, I would be remiss in starting this show without talking about the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is coming up this Sunday. We got um, two black quarterbacks starting for the first time in Super Bowl history. And my question to you guys is, what would a win mean for each quarterback? Or maybe ask, what would a loss mean for these quarterbacks? Kyle, I'm 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 gonna um, hit you. I'll ask you this that that question first. Hey, and, and and get to you. Like, hey, what do you think a win would mean for each of these quarterbacks <clears throat> as far as um their their legacy and and and, and establishing their resume? Well, I'll, I'll start with you know Patrick Mahomes. I think I think a win here, you know, clearly puts him in that all-time, uh, you know, best quarterbacks conversation. Uh, you know, you, you, you need to have two, really. You really do need to have two to, to, to be, you know, solidly in that discussion. So I think a win here kind of puts him there. And then, you know, also when you, when you factor in the, the, the fact that uh, he's playing on a bum ankle, I mean, I think, I think this is like his Jordan flu game. I think this is like I think this is like his Jordan flu game, and and those are the moments that you know catapult superstars into legends, you know. So I think you know with a win here for for Patrick Mahomes, you know that's that's what you know is at stake. I think for Jalen Hurts, a win here kind of solidifies his place as one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I think. I think there still is a good amount of people that have questions about whether Jalen Hurts is a, is a good quarterback. I mean, obviously going into this season, I don't think anybody really expected him to play the way that he did, finish second in the NFL uh, MVP voting, and he's just had an unbelievable season. I think a win here, you know, puts a bow on it, and, and um, you know, uh, it's 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 clear skies, you know, moving forward with the win here for uh, Jalen Hurts if if. if the Eagles were able to uh, pull it off. Hill, what are your thoughts? I mean, I'm like, I'll piggyback Kyle. I think I'll start with Jalen. I think for Jalen, just validating his career as a whole, I think in Alabama, we thought just because he was the Alabama uh, quarterback, we thought just he would be great off top. And we, they garnered that bias in Alabama. So any starting quarterback should be as seen as a next level potential quarterback. But when he was replaced with Batua and then he went to Oklahoma and had immediate success, I mean, people still didn't think that Jalen Hurts was of that ilk. So coming to the NFL, 
him being RPO, he had biases of the RPO, the black quarterback being replaced. So I think for Jalen, winning it or losing it, just getting there and staying consistent gives validation to that Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback on the verge of possibly, if he stays consistent, becoming a great quarterback. I think the only one that actually believed in Jalen Hurts was Jalen Hurts. So that's his end. And I'm, listen, he had to convince me because on the outside, Jalen Hurts was at one point, what was he at? What, 10 and 0, 11 and 0? And I, I still didn't believe it. I, I, I mean, I don't believe the Eagles in general. That's just my bias. And I've been wrong this whole season, but I need to open my eyes and see that Jalen Hurts is a complete good quarterback. It's not any system. He's just been good ever since Alabama. But Pat Mahomes, again, piggybacking, multiple puts you in that upper echelon. I think I thought multiple, I thought Mahomes was the best quarterback within the last four years. But now you give him multiple titles. Yeah. I I I I think this will be huge. It's it's bigger for Pat Mahomes. I mean, that loss in, in his previous Super Bowl was bad. He had a bad game. So if he gives me a standout game, and, I mean, a win, yes, will set him apart. But a standout game, injured, yeah, no, we're we're, we're talking all time great here. P. Um. Yeah. Pretty much the same. Um. Hurts. It'll put him like on a trajectory. We'll see how far he could go. It's just one, you know what I mean? Like Trent Delphin and Brad Johnson has one. But, you know, to win multiple, you got to win your first. Um, for Mahomes, that would put him in, you know, it would put him in that Rosselberger, Manning, Elway, as far as, it would put him at that table as far as two. Um, so I think, you know what I mean? It, it, it means two different things. I feel like it, 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 it furthers Mahomes' trajectory, what we project for Mahomes as being an all-time great. And it'll put Hertz on the map, basically. Yeah, and, and being and, fair to Jalen, prior to an injury, though, sorry to cut you off, but prior to an injury, Jalen Hurts should have been probably the MVP of the league if he didn't get hurt. So unlike Trent and the other guys, Jalen's had a complete season. He's not going for the ride. He's led this team mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So Jalen, <laughs> it's funny. It just seems like Jalen still doesn't get enough credit. And, and that's including me. I I got to I got to chime in for a second there. I think Jalen has had a great season. I I don't think look. I think we overvalue the quarterback position in the NFL way too much. I mean that Philly defense is incredible. I mean they almost both broke the single season uh, sack record. I mean they've got four guys on their. I mean they've got four guys on their defensive line that. I think had 10 plus sacks this year. They've got AJ Brown. They've got Devontae mm-hmm. Smith. I mean, mm-hmm. look, look, let, let's not like act like Jalen Hurts is is dragging the, you know, you know, uh yeah, but you just can't of- slot quarterback, but you just can't slot quarterback. I think with that team, oh. if you put if you put Trent Dilfer in that, I think Jalen Hurts is considerably better than Trent Dilfer. And oh, I think yeah. Jalen Hurts should have been, and and and, but they weren't in MVP conversation. Jalen Hurts should have been in the MV, MVP conversation, brought him not getting hurt. He had a who, very who, good year. Who who's the, who's done more with their team? With who's done more with less? Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts? Well, but Patrick Mahomes is way better than Jalen Hurts, though. I'm just saying but, that. But it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that that Patrick Patrick Mahomes. Listen, I'm not going to argue that he wasn't the MVP and he doesn't deserve it this year, but. 
And I had Patrick Mahomes as the MVP in all the shows. But it wasn't like that if Jalen Hurts would have won the MVP, that I would have said that he that, that Patrick Mahomes got snubbed because wins and how he played did accumulate to something. He should have been in the conversation. And I think the entry stumped him from it. He could have stole it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's not like um, Dave Brown. <laughs> it's good. I mean, I don't like yeah. Philly. I mean, it's... And I think to your point, uh, to all of you guys' point, I think a loss in this Super Bowl is going to be more detrimental to Patrick Mahomes' narrative going forward than it will be to Jalen Hurts. I think um, Patrick Mahomes, at this point, hey, if he's not able to pull it through, injured or not, legitimate reason to possibly lose this Super Bowl already laid up for us or not, most people are going to start putting him in that Aaron Rodgers discussion where, hey, we've seen your talent. And we know that, hey, you're one of the baddest guys to do it, but you just got one, bro. Everybody else got multiple. Everybody else at, the, at this discussion has multiple. Tom Brady has multiple. Uh, Joe Montana has multiple. You know, everybody else in that, that, hey, greatest of all time quarterback discussion has multiple. And you know what I mean? And, and we look inside eye at Aaron like, you should be part of this discussion, but how can we legitimately put you there when you're equivalent to Trent Dilfer at this point? Uh, but I, I'll, I'll take the previous two over Brady. I'll take Aaron Rodgers and I'll take Patrick Mahomes right now over Brady's entire career. That, that's what I would do. Absolutely. I wouldn't wait, even blink. Wouldn't even blink. Wait, 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 wait. We're, we're, quest we're, we're questioning Patrick Mahomes' legacy after see after year six of his career, the kid is twenty seven years old. I mean, you know, I don't. I'll cut it right now. I want to And he's already wanted two. He's got. He. I mean, look. Like, he. He. He's. He's probably got at least ten more years ahead of him. And there's no guarantee mm -hmm. that he's going to get back to the Super Bowl. And I'm fine. Especially with that. in the AFC, with with all the young guns coming up, he has huh. young pups. Nipping at his heels now. Joe Burrow is nipping at his heels right now, saying, "Hey, well, I want your spot. I'm coming. If my management puts a, a, a enough good pieces, guess what? I'm taking your spot. Joe Burrow is there. Justin Herbert is coming. Lamar Jackson is looking for a team to say, "Hey, uh, you're I'm done with Lamar. Lamar's done. Look, look, Lamar I think, will be a I jet, think, and he's done. I think Patrick Mahomes has proven that." that he's going to be there. Burrow, Allen, Herbert, we don't know if these guys are flashes in the pan yet. We don't know that. I mean, Burrow has had, you know, the Bengals have had back-to-back -back solid seasons. Buffalo, Buffalo hasn't gotten the Super Bowl yet. We don't, we don't even know if they have what it takes to get there. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going to be there through all of that. And, 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 and the only thing you can do is that least is just put yourself in position to get to the Super Bowl. Kansas City is going to be there every year. So I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, to say that, you know, we don't know if he's ever going to get back there. Look, he's going to get plenty of opportunities to get back there. 
but what I'm saying is it's not guaranteed. Just like, hey, this year, hey, you get back, but now you're hurt. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah. And, and, and so it's like you don't know what's what the future is going to entail for them. It could be a freak injury to multiple members of the offensive line, i.e. when he went to the Super Bowl to um, play Tom Brady. You know what I mean? It could be something as simple as that, injuries that prohibit him from coming back to the Super Bowl. And now he's talking about, hey, I have more losses than I have wins when I get my opportunity. For for whatever reason, high ankle sprain, um, like I said, with the Tom Brady loss, hey, you could blame that on most of his offensive line being decimated. But it's still a loss. Nobody cares about, oh, your offensive line was decimated. You lost to Tom Brady. That adds to Tom Brady's legacy. Right? Because that's what it is. Hey, he was able to go to Tampa Bay and win the Super Bowl. And, and then Terry on top, yeah, he did it against yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but I, I, a lot of that, and like, tomorrow, and like tomorrow also, excuse me, will be upon Spagnola. I mean, I think that defense is susceptible for big plays. And I think that's what's going to happen from an offensive standpoint. I haven't won a, I wanted a quarterback from Joe Montana since Patrick Mahomes. That's where I'm at. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is just sheer greatness for me. I have no comparisons with him and Tom Brady. I know <laughs> that is... That makes people say, oh, I, I'm not a, a Brady guy when it comes to pure talent with this what this kid has. And he's going in with third string wide receivers tomorrow, and he's still going to attempt to get it done with a bum ankle. So, all right, let's talk now, about I think he'll of, be back multiple times. Let's let's talk about some of those skilled players. Um, hey, where do we put um, Travis Kelsey? Where would we rank him as a TE all time if um, Kansas City is able to pull this off? I would say one A one B. Definitely top three. And I'm not mad if you say one. One A one B. One A and one B with him and Gronk, right? Right, because um uh what's called Shannon has three and Gronk has what three or four? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the the record books like the like the postseason record books, he's like forget tight ends. He's he's like up there with most of the wide receivers, like you know what I mean. Like he's up there with Jerry Rice, like he's right there. So um, yeah, I, I I can't see him being anything less than three at the tight end position. For him, Gronk, Shannon, him, Gronk, yeah. Shannon. Yeah, I mean you could throw you might could throw um, Tony Gonzalez in there because of the, the uh, regular, but his lack of postseason success, you can't really do it. Nothing can stop the cumulator. God. <laughs> I, I think I think I think I think Kelsey is definitely you know up there amongst the elite tight end. I think he has the privilege of having played with the best quarterback among all of them. Um, and so I think I yeah, think that I think that I helps agree. his I well, think that helps his I think that helps his numbers uh, a bit. But some would say that 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 helped Gronk's numbers because he played with the goat. Yeah, but he, yeah. but he, but he didn't know. But see, no, no, no. I, I think mean, Gronk <laughs> has. I think Gronk has. I, the difference is with Kelsey and Andy Reid is, for me, 
are position catches with, with Kelsey. Like, Kelsey's a lot more downfield. Gronk had times where he was downfield. A lot of that was run after catch, pick and pay with Brady. Like, that offense, it is what it was successful. I cannot deny that. But for me, aesthetically, it's, it's really hard to watch the Patriots offense. It, it, it's just, it's pick three, pick six, cut here, pick three, pick four. Kelsey's a lot of downfields, a lot of separation. And Andy plays a part in that. I get it. But he's just naturally talented and, and better than the other three, to me personally. Yeah. But um, playing with Mahomes, I, is just, it's just fun to watch. Yeah, I just wouldn't take, you know, because he, I wouldn't take that from him because he plays with Mahomes. You know what I mean? Because I feel Gronkowski had Brady, Brady and Shannon had um, John Elway for the majority of his career. So they've all had great quarterbacks. Whoever you think right. is the greatest, that's just, you know, personal opinion. But all three of them had great right. quarterbacks. Kyle, you look like you were about to say something. Nah, I, I mean, I, I I think they all are. I mean, again, we well, first, I think we got to kind of got to qualify, you know, the type of tight ends we're talking about. I think I think Grant is more of a blocker receiver type of yeah. tight end as opposed to, you know, like, I mean, even though these guys, you know, did block, you know, Shannon and, and, and Tony Gonzalez, these guys were more receiving threats, even though Gronk was a receiving threat, but these guys, you know, are stretching the field even from the tight end position. So, you know, I think we got kind of got to qualify <clears> that at, with respect to, you know, if what type of tight end are you looking for? You know, um, what type of tight end do you want on, on, on your team? I don't think Travis Kelsey would be the type of tight, the tight end that I would want on my team. I, you know, honestly speaking, I think Gronk, is the perfect tight end. I think the dude is a monster blocker. He can obviously catch the ball in traffic. Um, I think ideally that's what you want your tight end to be because then scheme-wise you can do so many different things with a tight end like that. Um, I think I think Kelsey in that type of a role. And look, I mean, quite honestly, uh, let me not go there. Let me not go there. Go there. Let me not go there. Take time. Look, 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 look. look. I, I got, I got, I got, I got friends. I got, I got friends that are um, uh, are Niners fans that feel strongly that if George Kittle's was used differently, he would be in this conversation. But he's not. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, so we I can't, mean, we, we can't, we, we can't assume. I mean, if Mark Bavaro was used better, then Mark Bavaro should have been up there. Mark Bavaro was decent, but he's not. Yeah, Kittle's right. not used in that way, so we just can't assume it. He's very good. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he's the second best tight end probably now. I mean, some look, people in look, Baltimore might feel differently as well. You put Antonio Gates in that Kansas City Chiefs offense, he's going to have 2,000 yards receiving. I, but he don't was in San Diego. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, good. It, it wasn't like he he was with a bum of a quarterback in San right. Diego. No, he wasn't. He was with a he was with a good hey, quarterback, he and he and, put, and he, and he put up and he put up big numbers, and he put up big and he put up big numbers. And if you put him in a off, so or I say all of that to say I don't know how much value I can put into what Kelsey is doing. I think he's a very good tight end. I think you could probably name off 
five, six, seven of the tight ends that could put up the same type of production in that offense. Maybe. Hey guys, I, I don't know. I only go by what I see, and what yeah. I see is that Kelsey is alpha. He's in that offense. I mean, having this one slide in and slide in, people's independent attributes. You would feel that way, but I. I, I I I just don't know that. You know what I mean? I've I've seen certain superstars go to other teams and it just doesn't equate. But what I do see is the production of the person that's actually there. I understand Mahomes is God, but Kelsey is very talented. Put it that way. Yes. And and and, and actually and, and let me say I'm, I'm sorry, Mo. Let me just say this really quickly. Just you know, because not he, he's doing this ha- after having lost Tyreek Hill. You know, and right. and that and that and that makes a big difference because now defenses are solely focusing on him in the past. Steaming on him. So yeah, yeah. So I do need to give him some credit there when it comes to that. Hey guys, let us know what you what what you think. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram. Um hit the subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the notification button, let you know when the next um show is coming, or you can email us directly. Have we need a fifth at gmail.com. What do you think a win would do for either quarterback's legacy? Do you think Travis Kelsey moves into the conversation of greatest tight end of all time if, if the Kansas City Chiefs are able to win this Super Bowl? Hit us up. Um, fellas, NBA action. A lot of lot of stuff going on in the NBA. And as a Lakers fan. Start off with the man, King James, excuse me, all hell, King LeBron James, new scoring leader of the NBA. Um, this is a big moment, right, fellas? Um, surpassed the, the King surpassed the captain. Didn't think I would ever see it. You know what I mean? Like that number, just, you know, because to play 20 years to be that consistent, I didn't think I would see it. So it's, yeah, incredible. And to think this is coming from somebody that um, shouldn't even be in an all-star game, according to one of our guests on the yeah, show. That was, that was not in the all-star game. That's like, not, I mean, he, he shouldn't go. even be a, 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 a consideration for all-star. Like, they, it, it, they gave him a, 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 a mercy uh, a selection. Fake news. I, 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 I'm not. I mean, shouldn't affect, names, time. shouldn't affect an all-time accomplishment, though. And for one, we we were there in 1984, so we we had the luxury of seeing Kareem, or not. Um. So seeing two people break it, I think, in our lifetime is special just for us. Put it that way. Um, for the ambassador, for which I think it is now. LeBron James, I don't think it could have had a better represent a representer uh, than him, actually. So I'm, I'm actually happy as him. And I wasn't the biggest LeBron James fan. He had to grow on me, pause. But, you know, congratulations. Well done. Unfortunately, it was in a loss, but <laughs> I guess that comes with uh, it comes with the Lakers nowadays, you know. But you, you couldn't give as much praises as he's he's deserving single you know we all know the story single family household um everything was pitted against him to 
you know, come to to succeed in general, but he has surpassed expectations from high school and beyond. So, you know, congratulations and enough respect to the well to, to the king. And I also want to mention that um, he's fourth all time in assists at this point. So he's no top five in two different categories, you know, just in case, you know, you wanted to check why he was an all star. I'm just saying. No, yeah. no one cares about dimes and dishing. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I, man, know, no, I don't think people do. No, no one cares. No one cares. No one cares. Where's he at with Where's he at with championship rings? Where, where does he rank with those? Oh, what is he at four? Kyle, he has four. Kyle, yeah, she has two. He has two. He has two. He has two that he won, and he has four that he has. One in John Starks. One in Allen Houston. You know, little things. LeBron LeBron James has multiple. He has multiple. He has, like I said, he has two that he won and and two that he was a part of. Wow! So four altogether. <laughs> and he's the all-time leading scorer. That on his resume puts him as top five greatest players to ever do this. He's the number one scorer, but top five players to do this in the game. Do y'all agree with that, uh, Kyle? I I see you looking kind of. You agree oh, with that statement? Is, is I, that I, he's deserving statement? top five. He's deserving top five. Uh, look, I, I don't in know about conversation. Des- I don't. I don't know about deserving top five. If you want to put him in your top five, I top ten. Top ten. Top ten. Top ten. Yeah, top ten. Top ten. Top two. What does he have to do? Top ten. Two. Yeah. He has to do to be in the top five. Top two. Top ten. Are you kidding? Not lose one. Not lose the finals. That's one. Uh, have more than two championships that he won. That's two. That that helps, right? What what's his finals record again? What is it? Four and six. Uh, I believe it's like four and six, four and seven, four and six, four and seven. And we <laughs> two and look, six. I, I look, 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 look. I think I think I think he's definitely uh, deserving of of being considered uh, all time great. Absolutely. You know, I, this this record that he just broke, I, yo, okay. I mean, I mean, I mean. I look, I, I I think I think in general we don't really hold basketball records in high esteem. It's not like breaking the home run record. I mean, that's the record that's kind of held in high esteem. It's not like you know breaking the all time rushing record, you know, or the all time passing record. I don't, you know. I, I think it's pretty cool that he's the all-time, you know, NBA scoring um, leader, you know, and then there's the discussion of whether he's considered a scorer or, or, or not, you know, no. at, the end, at, the, at the end of the day with LeBron, it comes down to championships. All of that other stuff is just dressing, you know, it, it comes down, it comes down to championships and, and that story is closed on him. That story is closed on him. Did, I mean, you, you'd be lucky if he gets back to the playoffs. Um, you know, so I'm sorry. I mean, to be ahead. fair, to, to be fair, I don't think anyone cares about records in general, to be fair, because I don't care about the all-time home run leader. I don't care about the all-time stolen base leader. I don't care about but, the all-time but it, was, but, it, but it was a big story. I mean, when when Bonds was chasing it, when when Sosa and McGuire were chasing, and chasing those single-season records, those were huge, huge, huge stories in the because media. I think because I think there were stories that were made to be because baseball was seemed to be the all time 
pastime for this country. I think for some odd reason, basketball has always been seen as the stepchild. And before Bird and Magic, you know, had it and then they put it together. I think America could love basketball then. I think basketball has started to take a shift more towards people feeling being more politicized. So it's put on the back burner. And baseball just lost luster. That's the reason why I guess America hasn't embraced baseball as it has before. But I think basketball, it's not like the 80s, put it that way, in which when when Kareem broke the record, it was something. You know what I mean? People love basketball. And so when LeBron did it, LeBron is such a polarizing figure that he was more, you know, and I despise breaking the record as opposed to it being something bigger than as, as it should have been. This should have been more of a celebrated thing. Um, but the era that we're in, it, it, it it's not. So that's the reason why I don't take, you know, I don't think I ever took statistics as a big thing anyway until it was pushed on to me to say that it should be something big. I, I don't think I ever cared. Yeah, I, I think it's a huge accomplishment. I mean, he scored more points than anyone in NBA history. I just can't, you know, sweep that under the rug. But I think also it shows, like, his, his consistency. You know what I mean? Like, well, he has, like, over 35,000 points, 10,000 mm. 10, assists, 10,000 rebounds. There's not a list. He is the list. Like, he's the only one to accomplish that. And honestly, as much as I say this record means a lot, it didn't really change for me where I rank him all time. And to, to Kyle's point, to me, the reason I rank him where I rank him is that I, I feel he led a team to four championships. To me, that's the crowning jewel in his career. Yeah, he was the best player on a team that won four championships. A lot of dudes don't have that. Well, I'll, I'll put it that way. You know what I mean? And that's why I rank Jordan number one, because I feel he led you know, who's the best player on the team that won six championships. So that's kind of how um, I view him, you know, all, like the longevity, the statistics, only Kareem and Will could even touch him when it comes to totals. That's it. You know what I mean? No one else can really touch him. But for championships, then you have, you know, your Magic, your Kobe, uh, Russell, Jordan or whatever. But um, this record really didn't change where I rank him all the time, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. You know, as great as great as a record that it, it is, a greatest accomplishment that it was, I always, I already, whoever he was before the record, I think he is now. So there's really no difference for me. Tim, Tim Duncan was the best player on a team that won how many championships? I would say none. No, I would say like three. None. <laughs> none. I, none. He was on. A, he was the best player on none that won no championship. Because I think that everybody on that team was totally equal. That last one totally wasn't the best player. That that's for sure. In not that one. in that series. Not one. In that series. No, no, no. On the one. team. Not one team. In that series. No. In that series. No, no, no. We're not talking finals MVP. We're talking that regular season. He was a good player. He was a cog. I think Tim I th yeah, absolutely. I think Tim Duncan was Tim Duncan was just as good as any other player on that team that won four championships or, or mm -hmm. Tim Duncan is was 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 okay. Um, I think that we have to give LeBron a little bit more credit for his consistency, especially um, you consider, I think there was six or seven straight years where you couldn't go to the finals without seeing him. And there has to be a, a, a he dominated the Eastern, Eastern Conference at one point where nobody was going 
to the to the finals if they didn't have LeBron James on their team. You know, and I think that that has to say something. Um, it might not hold as much weight as say Jordan being undefeated or Bill Russell having eleven. You know, coaching two of them uh, as a player coach, but I think it it should afford him a, a invitation into that discussion about who's the greatest. I of just all time. right, Barno Celtics team though. I think going through the Celtics Knicks Pacers was a little tougher road for Jordan. No offense than what he had to go through in the East, and it's not his fault. Okay. It was just his era. But I thought the East was pathetic when LeBron was, you know. Doing these accomplishments, but he can only play who he played. That's not on him. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Just my opinion. As far as uh, Kareem, is he still in the conversation? Being hey, second in scoring, <laughs> third in rebounds, um, four four championships, right? Am I right with that, Hill? Got, no, five, 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 five. No, six, but I, 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 what, he has like four MVPs though, right? Six, MV, mm-hmm. he has six regular season MVPs, two finals MVPs, four. and six championships. All right. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. Top 10, top 10, right? Top five, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> A lot of people getting pushed out of that top five. Oh no, oh, no, he needed oh, to, he only, needed, only he, only he needed that record. He no, needed that record. No, he, I mean he's second he's second all-time in scoring and third all-time in rebounds. He has the most MVPs and he has six championships. What what is he missing? Top five, right? What is he what is he missing? Somebody let me know. Nothing. He's top five. He clearly is top five. <laughs> top, enough of the games he is. He's clearly top five. He's clearly top five. I mean His career, I mean, I, I, his career is better than Bronze. Um, it, it depends. I, his I career is better. Is he a better player than Bron? I, I, I say yes to that too. I would say at best he led a team to four championships. I don't know at, at most because those last two he definitely was not the best player. I, I, I say <laughs> no. Before. No. Yeah, he was definitely not the best player for the last two. Should we even be comparing the different eras and players from different eras? Probably right, not. Fine. We discussed that. Probably not. Probably, probably not. not. I, I, probably I, not. I, I think it's, it's, <laughs> it's, I mean, I think it's fun. I think it's yeah, fun it's debate. Fun. But yeah, not no. right. But not right. It's, but not right. Yeah. There's no way that you could, you know, ever, you know, really have a, a serious. Right. Discussion yeah. about it. Yeah, it's fun, it's, like you said, though fun, but not yeah, it's, right. It's more for oh, for comp. You're just comparing accomplishments. Like I don't know what Wilt would do now, and I don't know what. Well, I got an idea what LeBron would have done then, but you know, I don't know for sure. But do we really know as far as because um, in the previous discussions we talked about how the rules changes affected gameplay a lot. For example, hey. Um, the defensive changes that the NBA has made has allowed more spacing, has allowed more freedom of movement, um, especially when attacking the rim and stuff like that, um, as opposed to Kareem's era or even Wilt's era where, hey, there more physicality was allowed in the game. Um, so with that in mind, 
is it really, like, can we even compare the two eras because they're working under different mm-hmm. rules? I mean, you you got, you you know, it's the eye test, right? Like, all right, Kareem and Wilt played in a different era, but they're 7-2. 7-2 in the 60s and 70s are 7-2 now. Like, Bam Adebayo, good luck. Like, you, you throw yeah. out a 6-8 sensor mm-hmm. against Wilt Chamberlain and Kareem, I think they'll be okay. You know what I mean? But if you but if you take the rules out, like say if you had the rules back then, sixties mm-hmm. and fifties that you couldn't dunk, then Shaq's working at a Dairy Queen. <laughs> LeBron's working mm-hmm. at a Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. I, just, nah, I don't think I, so. I, I don't think, think so they, because I, think they, 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 I mean, I mean they, they they just can shoot. I mean they could pass no, 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 well. No. I guess. Be, but what what are you giving me? Hold on, because Shaq had to play against the zone. Kareem. Bill, Will, they didn't have to play against zone defense. They and were, Shaq they had were, to play they, against his zone, and Shaq, when Shaq played against his zone at LSU, Shaq was on the bench. Like, I saw what, it. But I think, you know, Shaq, met, you know, you you have one guy guarding Shaq down on the post. That's food. That's food. Every time. You I saw that. Shaq play in the zone. I, I, they but, did defend it. No, I'm talking about Shaq, a lot I'm, of his... I'm talking man to man. I'm talking Shaq. If he was playing back in those days, it, again, right. man he's not allowed to dunk. He doesn't need to dunk. Shaq developed an uh, offensive game, you know, later in his career, you know. And it was bad. It was bad. It was watchful. It was bad. It was bad. And it was bad. And it was bad. If you're going off the fingertip, jumper or the fingertip thing off the glass you wouldn't want it trust me you wouldn't want it you wouldn't want it it is, it is listen he was so dominant we take his dominance for granted but if you take away his most prized possession of the dunk it would be very difficult to watch and nine times out of ten you probably wouldn't be watching it because he would have three fouls already Shaq's to loof and i love Shaq. he's like the second greatest player but he's very hard to watch. Guys, we saw him play. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, but I think it doesn't take much for him to get to the rim and just, instead of grabbing you would think. Him, drop it in. Like, it's not... You would think. You would hope. You would think and you would hope. It's not be that big of a deal. I would, you were thinking you would hope. Huh. But apparently, it, it's, it's not that easy for regular seven-footers. Uh, seven and I think if you take that aggression when she turns around and then a turnaround into aggression into a dunk is a follow-through of emotion that you're having going into it. We all played. Rim lowered or not, you're going into that. Going into it and then just letting some of that aggression go to a drop-down layup, it's kind of different. I've saw Shaq miss layups. When he's thinking about doing a layup. So if he's going up strong and has to take that out and turn into a finger roll or a drop-down, I, I, I just don't know. So let me ask you, who do you think would be more successful, Kareem and Wilt in this era or Shaq in their era? It sounds like you're saying Kareem, I mean, not Kareem Russell, Kareem and Wilt. I, I, I don't think it would be close. I think they'd be in better in this era. Kareem and Wilt, I mean, Kareem and Wilt in this era would be, be dominant. Excuse my language. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Wilt would be a problem this era. And Kareem, Skyhook. Nobody's, uh, nobody's doing interior defense anymore. Maybe a, a, a interior defensive stopper, a paint stopper that's protecting the rim nowadays. Now I, I agree. Go Bear. I, I think Kareem that, that, that's who Curry will have to play against. Go Bear would be his challenge. No, yeah. I, I agree with both of you. I think Kareem would be, but I think Shaq would have been okay. Kyle, what you think? 
I think Kareem and Wilt would be food out here in Whoa. today's basketball. I mean, oh, there's no, no possible no. way. It's just, no. no. I mean, yeah, yeah. The problem with today is you don't have any, you don't have any carnivores out here to eat them. I mean, I mean if you're thinking that it would be Giannis would be the one you would think would would trip would, would eat them. Joel and Joel and the previous. Joel Embiid. I don't think so. Hold no. on, Joel Embiid is a seven foot guy okay. that can handle hey, the and, ball. And dudes are and he doesn't like being in the paint, Kyle. Like I mean, dudes are food paint. now with them. Dudes, are, no, dudes are food nobody, now with them. No, nobody plays that traditional style basketball anymore. Yeah, you, I, and, and Will even, and Kareem would introduce even, them. Even Joker. Even Joker, you know, steps out, handles the ball. These guys can't do right. any of that. They would be fooled out there now, but on you, the court. But you have to understand. Oh, you mean defending them? You have to understand the era they came up in, too. Like, Will, when Will played basketball, his point of reference was, oh. God bless his soul, was George Mikan. And Will mm -hmm. was, seven, was 14 years old right now. And he says, oh, I could do that? Well. Well, yeah, that, that well, I mean, but that's the question. Or you know, could, could they? Buffet, could they? Could well, they do that? I don't understand what you mean by. I don't understand what you mean by by by, by food. Or you mean like on the defensive end? Yeah, yeah, with, definitely. With I mean, it, and Jokic. I, the funny think, thing is, here's here's the funny thing. Wilt was food in his era. I, I'm just saying, from an offensive standpoint, Wilt would dominate. But Wilt was getting torched in his era, bro. Wilt. What was what was great at it, but what didn't care about it? What was fooled with regular players? Yeah. Again, even even with look with the new rules, I, I don't look look at a guy like Rudy Gobert. Offensively, right. he's he's very limited because he can't do anything outside of the paint. I mean, right. I just don't know how effective a player with that skill set can be in right. today's NBA. Whoa, whoa, so whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we, we got to stop, though, because Rudy Gobert doesn't have anything in the paint. You understand? Like, he's not, a, he doesn't have post moves. So you can't compare him to Wilt Chamberlain and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They actually, when you give no, him from an offensive ball, standpoint, they go he crazy. He doesn't have a move. Well, to go. You know what I mean? So, it's different. Like, yeah, I look, look, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm just saying in general, I mean, look, they don't make players like Kareem and, and Will anymore. Like, you know, we, that's, that's safe to say. They don't, they don't make guys like that. They probably don't even draft guys like that. You look at a guy like DeAndre Ayton, who was the number one overall pick, you know, Phoenix has trying to get this guy to stretch his game out beyond mm -hmm. the arc, you know, so I just think guys who don't have that ability are very limited in today's NBA. So Shaq would have been food. In today's NBA, I think he would have. Yeah. But what about that touch that we're talking about that that he had? Like, what about that 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 outside touch? Maybe it developed saying, the past fourteen feet. Oh, uh, uh, he's never had that. No, he'd have been fooled here too. Yeah. He'd have been fooled there. Think, That's what I'm saying. Like, comes, but from an offensive standpoint, to, they would have dominated. I think it comes down to coaching. If you have a coach that's committed to giving Shaq, Kareem, Wilt the ball, then everybody else is fooled. But if you spread it out and you ask them to be perimeter players, yeah, they're going to be less effective. Going and, then, and then, oh, yeah. and then, and then, let's not forget the pace of the game is much faster. I mean, is Kareem running up and down the court with the Golden State Warriors? Yeah. I, just, and, I, and, just, just as good as Joker. This is the only thing. I think Joker and Bede are the two most skilled centers ever. 
ever. And it translates to nothing. And it and translates to nothing. But when you say their food or whatever, they're not dominating now. They have no That's what I'm saying. They have no championships now. So at least I know. Oh, oh but it's a team game. Dominate their era. Right. But it's a team. Right. It's a team game now. Hold on. This, basketball is a team game now. Absolutely. They, Absolutely. They, Joker you, you and Embiid dominate. Let's come on. Let's not no, say no, Joker no, no, and Embiid. No, 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 but they put up numbers. Dominate right. means no one can stop you. They get stopped every year because they've never won a championship. They get no, stopped. No, their teams, their team, their teams get stopped. Okay, but their we both teams know. get stopped. If you're the if you're the best player in the team, that's on you. Make your team better. Drag them if you have to. Hold on. There's only and it's happened in the past. Right. You know, there's so only, you there's can't only, say that it can't, how many, can't be done. Hold it, on. It, how it, many it, it, it's either they're no, dominant they're, and, and they're, they're not, great. They're not like Le, they're not LeBron. They're not LeBron level. So then they're not dominant. So then they're not dominant. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So this so so unless you're LeBron's level so unless you're LeBron or Mike, you're not a dominant player. No, had a dominant playoff run. Why they why didn't they? Because they're not dominant. I'll I'll give you Giannis because I've seen him do it. But you can't tell me, oh, these dudes dominate. They're not dominating. Who are they playing against now? Okay. <laughs> well, you got to think about Denver's most Denver's Denver's deepest run in the playoffs. He was the second best player in his team. That's why I said he he's not dominant. Like that run that they did was Jamal Murray's coming out party. You know I'm saying like the years awesome. after that, the years after that, Joker took over. Now after his injury, which he had to, but I I think that team runs better actually when it's. I, I think they go further when it's man through Jamal Murray. I've always said that. And having Joker as being the second dominant player on that team, which is run through Joker, as great as Joker is, and he is the number one option on that team. I'm gonna say great. It doesn't, it, it doesn't, it doesn't equate to them going further as opposed to having a ball in Jamal Heron, Jamal Murray's hands dominant wise. But again, that's coaching. We'll agree to disagree. But what does stand out is that they went further, be it the bubble. Uh, okay, great. But they haven't had a he healthy team. to show me system. anything. They haven't had a healthy team since the bubble. They haven't had Jamal Murray healthy for me, period. I mean, I, whatever you feel about Michael Porter Jr., that's fine. But Jamal Murray, to me, is that team. Him and Joker is that team. If, if Joker's that guy, he should be able to take him far. That, that, that's just how I feel. He, he, they, haven't gone, the conference they haven't gone to a, a conference finals without Jamal Murray. He's not that guy, either way you look at it. Those guys do that. Yeah, I can't call somebody Period. dominant. I mean, it, 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 like that's that's no, no dominant are dominant are guys who can do it that on their be, own. Period. Can't be and can't be stopped. Like if if I stop you, how are you dominant? That doesn't even equate. Like you, you're dominant putting up numbers. You're good on fantasy basketball, but actual basketball, you're really good. But you're not dominant because you got figured they, out. Every they have a great team, career. but yes. They want, they want to hear Steph Curry is a dominant player. They have a great team, but Steph Curry is a dominant player. Is LeBron still a dominant player? Right now, no. <laughs> I, I, I gave you that a couple of years ago. Yeah. But not now, right? Mo, Mo. I mean, Mo. No, and that's what I said. Hey, hey, I have to admit that. Like, hey, what you call He's not. He's not able to drag the Lakers to where they need to be. Point blank. Period. They're not in play. I mean, LeBron at this point. LeBron has and, been and dominant. LeBron hasn't been dominant but, since 2018. To be fair, 
to be fair, he, he hasn't been dominant since 20, 2018. That bubble championship was a culmination of him, Luck, and AD coming out party. You know what I'm saying? You'll never get that again against AD, but LeBron is dominant was 2018, and anything after that, was you've seen is, his decline. Is KD a dominant player? Never was been. Never I, has I, been. I, I've I, always I, argued I that. Never has, been. that. never has been. Never has been. Never has been and never will be. I've always said that. I mean, because oh, you know what? He had had an opportunity to, to prove that with, with the Brooklyn that whether or I not know, he had, was that play. Yeah, you know what I mean. He had one time to do it and he failed, and that was against LeBron when he was at OK City, which I thought he took that team on because I thought he had no talent and a, and a baby Harden. He had no talent at OKC. Harden was coming of age. That was his chance for Kevin Durant to be dominant. And he failed, and he told me that he'll be a bridesmaid throughout and let anyone else drive the bus with immense talent and, and, and going from there. So that's his that's his career for me. And yeah, I mean, I'm fine with saying that. I, I'm looking at Tatum. He could have done it last year if he was dominant. Mm. So, th- so there, there, there are no dominant players in the NBA right now. Steph Curry. Uh, I would say Steph and Giannis. Yeah. I would say Steph and Giannis would qualify, in my opinion. Kawhi. No. Here's, here's oh God, no! What? Here's here. uh, to be dominant basketball, no. you have to play basketball. So I don't even count. Him. Yeah. Yeah. First, so, and you gotta get, and you gotta get Kawhi a very good status first before you get to even great. So let's <laughs> let's go there first. <laughs> oh man, oh man, I love this conversation, fellas, but. Um, let's leave it to the people. Hey, hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram. Um, <laughs> and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Don't forget to um, hit that notification button to let you know when the next video is coming in. Or hit us up directly at we need a fifth at gmail.com. Um, what do you think about LeBron's place in, in basketball history? Um, do you think it's fair to compare to different eras? Are there any dominant players still left in the NBA? Hit us up. Let us know. Um, fellas, NBA trade deadline. It came. I felt like this trade deadline was a lot of movement. Um, yeah. And it felt like the West, all the teams in the West are really trying to load up. And the Western Conference is going to be a murderer's row of a playoff. Uh, season. Um, let's start with, you know, elephant in the room. Kyrie Irving was like the first major di- domino to fall. He was traded to the Dallas Mavericks. What do you guys think about that trade? Um, I, I believe um, the Brooklyn Nets got Spencer Dimwitty. Um, Dorian Finney-Smith. Dorian Finney-Smith and a couple of picks, if I'm not mistaken. Um, for Kyrie, um, what do you think this does for both teams? Let, let's start with um, Brooklyn, and, and, and so we can get that out of the way. Um, where do you think? Where with all that's happened during during the trade deadline? Where do we see Brooklyn at now? Um, I know they were what six in the East um, by the time the trade fourth in the East by the time um, this trade deadline um, finished. Um, do you think they'll be able to hold their spot? Uh, Brooklyn, they're a poorly run organization. 
Yeah, I'm done. That's it. <laughs> it's a simple way to cap it. Joe Sai, you can't get rid of. So anything under Joe Sai, you get rid of. They don't know what they're doing. No one wants to be there. So, and, and, and for your first question, Mo, no, I don't think that Brooklyn will retain their spot as the number fourth team in the East. I think that's easy enough said. So, we, I think Brooklyn is an easy way to bowl them. <laughs> I think, I think, the, I think, I think the Nets will still make the playoffs. I, you know, I actually think, you know, I don't think you could grade the Kyrie trade separately from the KD trade. I do think it was kind of weird that they kind of made a win now move with the Kyrie trade and uh, a, a kind of a future move with the with the KD trade. It didn't seem like both moves align as far as what we're trying to do. Are we trying to win now or are we trying to, you know, uh, you know, build for the future? But I think they were able to get some pieces that they can actually put together a decent team right now. I mean, the first game after the trade deadline, they beat the Chicago Bulls. And they didn't have uh, Mikael Bridges or, or Cam, Cam Johnson that night. I think, you know, this team is – I think they've gotten back – they've reverted to the pre-Kyrie KD Nets. A team with a bunch of guys – that you could probably take the name off the back of the jersey. They're playing for the name on the front of the jersey. They're going to go out there and play hard. They got a bunch of, you know, just, you know, lunch pail guys out there now. And I think Jacques Vaughn is the right coach for this team. I do think, obviously, you know, ownership and the front office has made a lot of missteps over the past few years with the Katie and Kyrie situation. But I think they've pivoted as good as you possibly can, um, all things considered. They had no choice. They had no choice. You know what I'm saying? Like we said months ago, when you had them at their peaks or prior to, I said the move at Brooklyn early was to trade them both and get picks, blow it up, and start over. It took Kyrie to force their hands, but they should have did it earlier than this. But I think they got the, and they could have got a better package actually. But yeah, at this point, start over. It's fine. Blow it up. And I, I've always liked Spence Dinwiddie. You got. They have one more piece they need to get rid of them. In total, <laughs> I don't care what you get from them. Just from a culture standpoint. You need Ben Simmons off the team because because uh, he they is can't. Tonight, so you need him. <laughs> I don't can't care. Get rid you get a second round. Again, it's going to be a bad deal. Nobody's taking that contract. Nobody's Nobody taking that contract. Nobody's, Nobody's taking that contract. Thirty-five million. Nobody. I wants think them. The, the the question that I would have with the Kyrie trade is why they didn't send him to the Lakers. I mean, if the Lakers were offering Westbrook his expiring contract and and two first round picks, twenty-seven and twenty-nine, twenty-seven and twenty-nine, and and then you turn around and make you know like if you're building for the future and you trade KD for all of these draft picks. Which of the 23 and the 25 Phoenix Suns pick mm -hmm. are going to be trash? You know oh. what I mean? So, so if, but if you're building, if you if you if you if you decided as an organization, all right, we're going to break this down and build through the draft. Why not trade them to the Lakers and get the Lakers two draft picks? In 27 I, I think, and 29, the Lakers are going to be awful. 
I, terrible. I think to answer your question, Kyle, I think that was a case of emotions and vindictiveness. And, it was. And, and hey, I, we, but that's we bad management. But that's why you need to get rid of them, though. That's bad management, that's, though. From that, a business standpoint, you cut your, you yeah. cut your nose to spite your face. You said yeah. I'm not sending him to the place he wants to go, regardless of anything. I think that was the, that was the memo. I don't care what mm-hmm. you do, Marks. He doesn't go where he wants to go. This guy has been nothing but a, a bleep, bleep, bleep to this organization. And and yes, on paper that that deal is way better. You're going to have Durant and Booker possibly going to the finals. Who are you going to get? It, just, it was just stupid. But I get it, though. <laughs> I get it. But that's why you need to get rid of everyone underneath underneath, uh, underneath side. Horrible deal. But they got picks, and then, you know, and they, I feel bad for Dinwiddie. I, I, I actually thought that Dinwiddie fit better with Luka. Mm-hmm. From an mm-hmm. off ball standpoint, but watching Kyrie do what he do, do what he does, it's just skill just translate anywhere. So he's able to mask everything else. I I just think he will have a moment though, because I, I for some reason I don't think he's going to sign an extension with Dallas. But it's the only place where he might be able to get that money because Cuban doesn't care. But if he gets some concessions from the Lakers that they will extend him, I think he wants he wants to go to LA. For what reason? Who knows? But Kyrie, so, I, like you said, he's mercurial. He's mercurial and he's tricky. So, and I love the guy, but it's just so much you can put up with, yo. So, guys, do you? How, how do we look at what Dallas looks like right now? How do we? How successful do we think this Luca Kyrie Irving matchup is going to be? Um, I, I I think it could work, but the West is so tough. When I say it could work, they could lose in the first round easily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I know the media cliche is that they both need the ball to score. Duh. I've never seen nobody score without the ball, but, <laughs> but I, I, I think like, I agree with him. I think Kyrie, you drop Kyrie on a basketball court, he'll figure it out. I think yeah, it, it, you, got, you got two very, very high IQ basketball players. I think they could figure that don't play that, that don't play defense. That, 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 that if you put on an island, it's pathetic. That if you put on an island, it's literally pathetic. Now, now you can put, now you can put freaking uh, what, what do they call it? Mouse on a what you call? Them? Mouse in the house. Mouse, mouse in the house or mouse on the block. They're awful. Whatever you think of Steph Curry, they're in that arena when you talk about Luca and Kyrie on defense. Yeah. So understand zone's gonna play a part heavily. We're talking 95% of their defense. But Garen and Dory Finney Smith, he's probably their best two-way player. Like there should have been yeah. a way that she they should have tried to keep him. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I think like I said, I think there's a good trade. Um, they, they you know, because of Kyrie's talent, but I, I just I just don't think they have enough besides those two. It was it was a much better trade. It was a much better trade before Thursday. After after Thursday and all of the moves that the rest of the of the West made, I mean, you know, the Suns, the Clippers improved. Uh, you know, did they really? Did they really? I think the Clippers. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think the, the two so previous good. teams you name improved. I don't yeah, think the two previous teams you name improved. I don't think. I don't think. They lost I don't think. I don't think Phoenix improved. I don't think Phoenix improved. Um, I don't know how you don't think that. One, because Durant's out for six weeks. All right, listen, Durant's out for six weeks. And you're going to have to build that team up to something where you think 
is going to be what 12 players, right? I don't know how you, you, you do that. I mean, Aiden, you're going to hope that he wants to stay. Well, he signed an extension, right? Yeah. 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 Just, just rebound. He's just still going to try to get his way. Protect, just rebound and get down. And, and McGee, I, losing at all costs, I thought they should have kept Bridges. And that's why I think that they won't win a championship because they lost Bridges. Whoa. Cam's going to hurt them. I think their, their bench is depleted. It's pathetic. Yeah. I granted Booker, granted Booker and Durant are phenomenal scorers. And CP, this is his last time. This is the type of guard you want with them too. Those three is a heck of a combo. At their best, we'll give you maybe 70 to 80 points combined. Getting that other amount of points in defense from everyone because you're draining so much. You're going to ask for Booker to play two-way mandatory. You're going to ask CP3 and you're going to ask Kevin to play. And they both they all can play it well, but you're taking away some of the energy that they need from an offensive standpoint. I don't see... I, listen, I see Phoenix getting knocked down in the second round, and if they make it to the finals, maybe, but I, I don't I don't see this Phoenix team as that much of a scare to me. I, I would be more scared of the Clippers, and I'm not scared of the Clippers by any means. Yeah, the Clippers, I don't... Yeah, they're, they're, I think, they're I, a nice little team. Well, I think, I think specifically... I like Clippers defense, though. When they yeah. play, I just, I, 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 mean, I just, I just not, I just can't depend on nothing over there. Like, no. Nah. Well, the Clippers have a better team, but I, I, they're stupid. That's the only thing. But the Clippers have a better team. Yeah, but if they don't Phoenix. But if they don't play, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Play, yeah. And Clippers just traded away Reggie Jackson, which uh, is a bad trade. Wall, I don't think and, so. Which is a good um, trade. Yes. And well, well, we got it. We got, they got Mason Plumley, and they got Mason Plumley. And, Bo- and, Bones and, they got, and, they, and they got man the second coming of man with Bones Island. Same player. Look, Bones look we're gonna it's gonna be a bunch of players that get bought out shortly. You know, that's gonna also provide some depth in places. I, I I've seen the you know the that they're recruiting Westbrook. I mean, is Westbrook an upgrade over Reggie Jackson? No, no, no. Uh, oh man, no. it's not an upgrade on Cameron Payne either if you put him Come down on. there either. He doesn't help. Oh, like Westbrook doesn't. Westbrook doesn't oh, help. They wouldn't. I mean, Reggie, but but Reggie Jackson helps. Think, when Paul George, I rather them kick it out to Reggie Jackson and Westbrook. It's really that simple. It's just a fit. It's just a fit. And, and, and shooting percentages. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Better so point culture, shooting percentage. He's a better player. He's a better passer. He's a better shooter. All the attributes, anything you want to put together, Reggie Jackson is a better player than, than Russell Westbrook. And Russell Westbrook should be list, looking to commentate. I mean, what's out there for Phoenix and other teams to add, I, it's, it's going to be skimpy. You know what I mean? So, it, it, again, we talk uh, about. We're talking about um, Russell Westbrook. How do we feel about the um, L.A. trade for the Lakers? That is. I thought L.A. L.A. made some good trades. I thought I thought yeah, they uh, I thought they upgraded their team tremendously. Unfortunately, it's not going to be enough. It's not. I mean, I think it'll get them to the play-in game and maybe even into the actual playoffs. You know, picking up Mo Bamba. Um, you know, a center that can play besides Anthony Davis when when he he, he when the street clothes have to get washed and he actually has to wear his uniform. Um, I think I think you know could 
could could be helpful. Um, they also picked up uh, who they pick up besides Mo Beasley, um, Beasley Malik, Malik Beasley. Be- yeah, instant offense. You know what I mean? Provide some depth, probably off the bench. Um, and you know, I, as well, I, Russell. Yeah, and see, that's the that's the <laughs> you know. Look, I, you know, I've seen, I, you know, I've seen two versions of D'Angelo, and I love yeah, D'Angelo Russell yeah, coming out of yeah. college. I've seen two. It depends on which D'Angelo Russell you get, quite honestly. Listen, I love D'Lo in the playoffs in the last two years, but again, it could be D'Lo L.A. or D'Lo when he left L.A. and he was able, you know, to play. I didn't, the, the D'Lo that left L.A. and transitioned from Golden State, I didn't like. After that, D'Lo's career has been very good. Brooklyn D'Angelo Russell was very good. Brooklyn yeah. D'Angelo Russell was very good, and they broke up that team uh, to to bring in KD and Kyrie. Um, if 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 the Lakers can get some sort of version of of that D'Angelo Russell, I think. But again, it's going to come down to Anthony Davis, really, quite honestly, with you for, for the Lakers. Yeah, wholeheartedly. Like, all these moves were good. And they'll they'll help, but if, if AD is not um, his at least like prime AD, it's not going to matter. Like really, the Lakers season depends on Anthony Davis. It has. You'll take bubble AD. You'll take bubble AD. It doesn't have to be prime. Can you me bubble AD? Yeah, and, yeah. Give me twenty five and ten. If, if you could consistently give me twenty five and ten, then the Lakers have a chance. If not, none of these other plays matter. Fellas, <laughs> I. I kind of want to back up a bit. I want to, especially since we have a New York Knicks fan on 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 the line with us today. Given the moves that Brooklyn Nets have made and and New York Knicks to a uh, uh, a shorter ex- extent, um, does it look like New York teams, New York basketball teams, are are stuck in that mediocrity where hey, we could be good, but we can't be great? or we can't handle greatness, you know, especially like, hey, given what Brooklyn's been through with, hey, the Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce experiment, and then uh, trash it away, and then now you had the KD, Kyrie, um, James Harden experiment, and just throw it all away. Um, I know New York Knicks, for the longest time, have been um, trying to entice superstars to come in with little to no results in that area. What's up with New York basketball as far as NBA basketball? Can New York handle a superstar at this moment? Or or it's bad management. Like this isn't really the Knicks now, to, to, no, to their credit, the Knicks are doing better now. But for yeah. the past year, everything you're talking about is just like bad management. That's really just what it is. Yeah. I I don't think I don't think I could disagree with that. I mean, I think I think they put together a good team with Carmelo and with um Amari. Uh, Amari Amari, you know, unfortunately Amari you know couldn't stay healthy and so we we could never really see the full potential of that team, but you know, outside of that, you know, we've had front offices that have kind of just made a lot of bad decisions with players to 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 bring bring in coaches as well um you know but look unless unless you have that superstar 
in the NBA, n- none of that is really, really going to matter. I mean, I think the Miami Heat are the only team that is in never. The last... Well, they had a superstar. I mean, after way after the after that LeBron era, after that after that LeBron, they, they, they never had a superstar. They never had a superstar but, after that. But wow. you know, they, they, he's not a superstar. But you know, they've created Ooh. a culture. Jimmy Butler. No, he's not. Couldn't no, agree more. Not superstar. But they've create they've created a culture where they can compete at the top levels. You know, even without the superstar. But you know, most teams need that superstar, and the Knicks don't have it. The Nets had it, but fumbled it. And you know, you know, this is just the space that I think New York basketball is going to be at until. I think the only saving grace for New York basketball right now is the New York Liberty. Liberty. Because yeah, Stewie's coming to town. John Quell Jones is coming to town. Vandersloot is coming to town. You got some legitimate stars, superstars that can play ball. And uh, we see well, they the, can, the, but, the but watching the Knicks, but, watch, but watching the Knicks, they have given me something which they haven't given me in the past four decades, though. What's that? And that <laughs> is a very, not only competitive, a very good to star in a making point guard. And listen, Jalen Brunson on a nightly basis is has impressed me. Bucket. Bucket. Should be an all-star. Should be an all-star, but we won't revisit that. I, I can't argue that. I can't argue that. But he gives he gives he gives a confidence and competence in which the Knicks never had at the point guard section. Listen, I love Mark Jackson when he ran the Knicks, but he had Patrick Ewan. And Stefan Marbury was his own you know, was his was his own monster in and out, but I love watching Steph. Jalen Brunson is one of the top point guards in the East. Yeah. Not flash or anything of that nature, but he's such a common factor for that Knicks team, in which I feel like on any given night, the Knicks can win a game is because of him. Like I don't ever feel the Knicks are out of a game. I don't care who they're playing, because of him and how they feel that he brings that calmness in. And that's something to be said about Jalen Brunson. Now building a team around him is something I think the Knicks should be looking at. Now, I'm saying you don't need the greatest superstars. You get a compilation of some stars. Yeah, I think Jalen Brunson is that team's identity, personally. Randall might feel differently, but I think getting possibly him to play another way and adding another star could jumble some things up in the East where you might have the Knicks coming out of the East. I had that much faith in Jalen Brunson at the point guard. As much as I hate watching the Knicks, sitting down and not having a biased look, he brings a different culture to that team, which I don't think they're ever out of any game. Boston, Milwaukee, I see them come back from 21-point deficit with the Clippers, however you feel. The Knicks just feel different with him at the point guard spot. Maybe it's just me. No, I I saw the similar thing when he was running with Dallas last year. Like, it sounds very simple, but if you watch him, he's good. Like you know what I mean? He's good, bro. He he's good. He's a he's a pretty good passer. He could shoot it. He's a good basketball player. Like I don't I don't know how to describe it. Like it's not a rocket. Science. I thought he was undersized. Yeah, I thought he's undersized. He's he's strong. Yeah. He's in a pain. You can't get him off his spot. It it just seems different when he's in that. Like they believe in him. Yeah, I'm like, yo, the Knicks are out of a game with him at the point guard spot. Yeah, That's something a, should be and, said towards. Yeah, and I hate and the no Knicks. I'll just him? say that. And know what help because of all that, the Knicks are gonna find a way to screw up Jalen Brunson. They're gonna get in his way 
this is it'll be classic Knicks. Whenever they get a solid player, somehow run him ragged and don't provide him with any resources to be successful. And then it's oh, how come he didn't show up? How come he didn't deliver? And, and no, because, I guarantee. They had a chance to trade for Donovan Mitchell. They didn't pull a trigger on that. I mean, you know, hindsight being 2020, do you pull a trigger on that? I, look, I don't know if Donovan Mitchell puts the Knicks over the top. I don't know. Maybe I, the, the team probably do it. Kyle, this is one Nick team. Like I said, I, I I don't know. Like if you tell me if they get OG, I mean, I, they just don't seem out of any game. Like they don't need. If they get a dynamic superstar, great. Whoever comes there, I, I don't know who that is, but you need like little close to stars for this team for me to make some noise. They're they're dangerous squad. They're dangerous squad for sure. They they play tough defense. They play physical. Um, well, they, they play tough the defense some, some nights. They play tough defense some nights. They, and they physical. You know, I think they have a problem with R.J. Barrett. I know I you hate him, have. but I'll put it this way, and this is nothing doing anything. I hedged a, a, a wild bet on, on, on DraftKings. I threw something somewhere near them to make some noise. I'll put it that way. I think they can be tricky in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. I, I, I okay. Get it. Um, Kyle, I, whatever you said, Hill, let me get something too so I can talk nice about the Knicks too. You gotta watch him, Mo. You gotta watch him. You have to watch him. You have to. Um, fellas, um, who should be in the bargain bin? Who should be looking for buyout contracts to get into? What, is, what teams are out there? Is it your Knicks Hill, oh, or um, <laughs> now that you're Knicks now, Hill? Uh, wow, um, or like uh, or a team like Miami, um, maybe Milwaukee. Um, I'm taking mostly Eastern Conference teams at this point yeah. because I think Western Conference has pretty much tried to um, grab everything in the cupboard at this point. No, I, um, I, I think Phoenix. Needs to, you know, like Hill was saying earlier, I think Phoenix needs to show up that bench. I, I love the yeah. trade, you know, I think they're a threat, but they do need to show up, you know, show up that bench, see what's out there for them. Like, I think Phoenix, yeah, um, yeah mostly Phoenix, to be honest. Like, yeah, I've, I've heard, um, you know, Chris Haynes was talking on TNT the other night. He had mentioned uh, Serge Ibaka's name um, in relation to the Phoenix Suns, you know, just providing some bench depth. I think, you know, I think, you know, we'll see guys like that. Terrence Ross, the uh, Orlando Magic, you know, oh. just released him. I mean, again, you want to talk about bench depth, a guy that can, you know, come off your bench and, you know, hit a couple shots. You know, I mean, these are the guys we're talking about. I mean, John Wall, uh, you know, John. don't know what else is. The John out Wall, there? I, I, I don't think he's healthy. Like, because he, he really didn't play with the Clippers. Like, every time I tuned in, he was, he was, he was street clothes. So I, yeah, I that, that could have been coach's decision. I mean, you got John Wall. You got you say you give me John Wall, Carmelo Anthony, Ross. Uh, I mean, is out there. Westbrook. I mean, scraping that bin is going to be horrifying. 
Yeah, I might go with Melo. Bring him back. Oh, good, good. Come on, come on, come on. Bro, John Wall. Okay, let's say John Wall's healthy. How does he help you exactly? Like, what does he do that's going to help your team? Yeah, I don't know. What, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what Melo would even think about. Oh, score, me, bro. It's score. It's, it's oh, no, nah, be it's, careful. I don't know about that oh, anymore. Then you don't want him then. If you don't want scoring, there's, there's no need to even ring, call him. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think it's much out there, to be honest. But, you know, uh, to show up your bench, I think, yeah, like Ibaka or somebody like that would be a, a decent pickup. Interesting. Okay. Um, hey, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you guys think. What trades impressed you? Um, any teams out there that should be in the buyout market? Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that notification button so you know when the next video is coming through. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. You can hit us up directly at we need a fifth at gmail.com. Fellas, um, what's on the radar? Yo, for me, it's probably going to be Stan, the documentary on uh, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm about to get into that right now before the UFC. Um, I saw some stuff on there, which I was happy to see because I actually lived through it and disappointing to see, you know, especially about, you know, him having his house burned down. Mm. It's a big so, UFC fight tonight, right? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. One of the biggest kids, you know, I'm there. I'm signing me up. Volts versus uh, Islam. Who you got? For those out there might say who now. I, I got, I got, uh, I got Islam coming out with that W tonight though, so. I got to look at my man Nev and, and 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 people who actually watch the medium, which y'all should be getting on to. Yeah. But yeah, no, that that right now is is where I'm I'm at with that uh that Chris Jackson um uh, documentary. P, what's on the radar, man? Um, no, no more than radar. I just wanted to send a shout out to um Samara J Sings, two time Grammy winner, um actually mm-hmm. out of the Bronx. Mm-hmm. So yeah, with the Sony purchase, absolutely. Stand up. Yeah, yes. definitely. Definitely want to congratulate her. Um, wasn't familiar with her at all until she won the Grammys, but you know, I saw some of her story on the TikTok success okay. and about the corner of her class. So just congratulations to her, man. Good story. Bronx girl did good. Love it. Yeah. BX, stand up. Yeah. Kyle, what's on your radar, man? Uh unfortunately, um, I'm gonna watch the Super Bowl tomorrow. And, oh, here uh, we go. I got to burn some sage and, and hope the Kansas City Chiefs can, uh, can can pull off a W. I, I don't think I can live in a world where, where the Eagles, you know, have won two Super Bowls in what the last, what is it, five years or whatever it is? Yeah, five, six, yeah I, 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 I can't, I can't live in that world. So that's, you know, that's what I'll be doing. Go Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll be burning some sage over the next 24 hours. Oh, man. Um, what's on my radar? I'm checking out that Bill Russell documentary on Netflix. Mm, I want to check okay. that out. That's, that's out right now. So um, that's on my radar. Um, can't wait. No. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to ask, have you caught The Last of Us yet? You know what? I, I, I haven't DVR'd. I, I just haven't checked into it yet. Okay. Okay. So so, so it's on the to-do list. Okay. Have you seen it? Do you like yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So uh, I'm, I'm going to check that out too. 
Hey, that's on the on the radar right now too. So from there. Um, fellas, any last words before we get out of here? At all. Everybody enjoy Super Bowl Sunday, man. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Let's let's go, Mahomes. Let's 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 pull this up. I need I need greatness now. Hey, okay. I, I think he has to do it for his his resume. If he wants to be in that discussion, Mahomes says you win. Says, says, says gotta you win, yo. Gotta you're win. one of those people. Who, you're one of those people who probably think Brady was a great quarterback as well. He's seven. <laughs> that works for me. What is yeah. Jordan? What did you I think altogether? I, I, yeah, seven, absolutely. I think those seven. I think he probably threw for about eight hundred yards for those seven. Uh, <laughs> seven Super Bowls. Hey, listen, it saved the numbers for him and Randy. And what that get him? Nothing. So, hey, he'll take the Super Bowl win. Yeah, no, one year. No, one year he was specialist. And then more than enough time, hopefully, uh, not to discuss Brady. But, again, I, I digress. Yeah. You're a Knicks fan now. <laughs> no, I'm just giving credit where credit is due. It's a good watch. Hey, trust me, Knicks games are easier watch than Laker games this recently. I'll tell you that much. Okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs>